right now we have over 100 schools and school districts, mostly in the U.S., that are using BlocksCAD with our integrated curriculum. And the feedback we've gotten has been terrific in terms of high degrees of student engagement, and teachers are really excited about how BlocksCAD can be used as a different approach to teaching certain concepts, particularly concepts in the geometry realm, through a a visual and more spatial interface. Hi and welcome to Kids Lab, a podcast for parents, educators, and everybody interested in STEAM education. Today on the show, we're talking to Solomon Menashi, the CEO and co-founder of BlockScat. BlockScat is a cloud-based 3D modeling tool that encourages users to learn math, computational thinking, and coding concepts through visualization and designing models to be 3D printed. So Solomon, or Sol as many call him, is the CEO and co-founder of BlockScat. Sol has been a leader in STEM education, both as an educator and as an entrepreneur for over a decade. After a successful career as a small business executive, Solomon has worked with Lego Education and as a founder of his own company to teach STEM in after-school settings. In the course of his career, he has taught classes and developed curriculums. Solomon has a Master of Education from the Harvard Graduate School of Education with a concentration in learning and teaching. He also has an MBA from Boston University. In 2017, Sol co-founded BlockScat to help educators and students more effectively use BlockScat and 3D printers in classrooms around the world. So here's a quick intro to BlockScat. It's a cloud-based 3D modeling tool, which means kids and teachers can simply use their web browsers and a block-based visual coding language to create 3D shapes. By dragging blocks such as cubes and spheres into the workspace and by applying set operations such as union or difference and combining this with conditional blocks and loops, even complex 3D shapes can be created. While having a lot of fun creating these models, the kids learn about logic, coding and mathematics. BlockScat is based on the open-source programming language OpenSCAT, a powerful and popular language in the 3D maker community. BlockScat's block-based interface makes programming accessible to students as young as the third grade, which is typically eight years old, but it's powerful enough to continue making sophisticated designs through high school. The created designs can be exported to STL files for 3D printing, and the project can also be shared online so others can edit and advance the projects. Besides providing this great 3D editor, BlockScat also includes a lot of teacher support tools. For example, for managing student accounts and managing the classes. BlockScat also provides lessons for grades 3 to 12, aligned with computer science and math classes. So head over to kidslab.dev to find out more about BlockScat, see some example projects, and of course, for all the show notes of this episode. Hi, Solomon. Welcome to the Kids Lab podcast. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you. So let's discuss BlockScat. Um, for me, it looks like it's a 3D editor that's like a combination of OpenSCAT, which I know a little bit from work. It's used to create 3D models in a programmatic way and also a visual programming language. But I guess you'll have your very own definition of BlockScat, right? 
Uh, sure. So yes, um, you're right. BloxCAD is built off of a open source text-based language, OpenSCAD, uh, which uh, is a programmatic design tool. But on top of that software, we've uh, used uh, another open source language, Blockly, uh, for block-based programming that many educate many students and teachers in schools are familiar with, with programs like Scratch and uh, other uh, introductory. Uh, coding tools. Um, we decided to build BloxCAD using these two resources, uh, primarily because we were uh, teachers uh, ourselves, myself and my co-founder and BloxCAD's current CTO, Jenny Yoder. We were both teaching in an after-school center in the greater Boston area. And about six years ago, the center got a 3D printer and everyone was excited how to use it. But as teachers, we really kind of struggled to figure out uh, what software or what design tool we wanted to use to really give our students the kind of robust and deep learning experience, as well as the excitement and engagement that could come from 3D printing. Um, so seeing that there really wasn't good software for education, or at least for our purposes, um, primarily because software was being designed for users, not for students to learn, we decided we would build our own language. And we decided to take uh, the programmatic approach um, by combining OpenSCAD and Blockly. Um, and that would allow us to be able to integrate more computational thinking and more spatial reasoning into the lessons and activities we're doing. So Jenny, who happened to have uh, before teaching, worked at Intel as a software developer for about 15 years, and some of our other colleagues wrote the first version of BloxCAD. And we spent two years refining and improving and adding features to the software and found that there were students, uh, our, both our students and other students and other teachers around the country and really around the world had this same need. So BloxCAD was started um, out of this uh, original need by teachers, and we've since decided to uh, have the software, cloud-based software out there for other uh, teachers and schools and uh, young, young builders to, to work with. Very cool. So it's really for teachers by teachers. Exactly. So um, can you explain how modeling 3D models with BloxCAD works? What are the basics that a student and also the teachers, of course, need to understand? So the basics of BloxCAD, if you go to um, our website, as I said, BloxCAD is um, is a cloud-based software. So you go to www.bloxcad3d.com and you hit a, the Create Now button or you go to our editor page um, and you'll see um, a, a very intuitive uh, interface where on the left-hand side of the screen, you have a menu of different blocks that represent uh, different uh elements of how you're going to program your your design or your model so you can you select primitive shapes and then you start transforming them and manipulating them using various techniques um, you can stretch them you can move them about the 3d coordinate system you can scale them you can combine them add and subtract a whole suite of features which are all represented in those blocks the middle section is the workspace it's the main area where you're actually going to link the blocks together to actually write the code that's going to define your model. And the fun part is on the right side of the screen is your render window, and there's a big render button. And as soon as you hit that render button, whatever you've programmed in your workspace will appear uh, as the object as defined by your computer program. 
So you go then go back. Uh, if you like what you see, you can actually hit the generate STL button and send it to your 3D printer. Um, or as in most cases, you're going to iterate on your design and then you go back to your blocks menu and you start adjusting the uh, parameters of those blocks to get to the model that you're trying to design. Mm -hmm. Very cool. And I also noticed that there's a huge gallery. Uh, so there's a big community around BlockScat. Um, can you give us some numbers on that community? And for example, a number how like how many daily projects are uploaded or how many are there in total? Sure. So we don't really track the daily uploads, but there's about 15,000 models currently in our um, project gallery that's uh, available for any users to go into and uh Uh, builders in BlocksCAD can choose to uh, offer their projects to the gallery. Um, most of them are done by uh, by students. There's some teachers who contribute as well, um, and we usually see about at this time about seven or eight hundred new projects are uploaded to the gallery every month. Uh, especially during this during the school year, it slows down a little bit in the summer, but we still get them there. So yeah. That's uh, cool. it's something that we're really very proud of and uh, helps build and grow uh, the BlocksCAD community. So what's a great initial project to get the students started? Um, something that's not so hard, but also really inspiring that the kids want to keep working on, basically. Yeah, so we start with um, some fairly uh, simple uh, projects. Um, there's a couple that we usually use as teachers. Um, one is a snowman project where you're uh, stacking a series of uh, uh, spheres that are the, where the radius is, is smaller and smaller. Um, it's a great way to get started and sort of figure out how you're going to take these basic shapes and move them around the 3D coordinate system. Um, a similar project is a robot project where you move beyond spheres and add cylinders and uh, cubes to your project as well. Uh, but both of these start with some fairly uh, simple and basic geometric shapes. And with a few uh, transformations, you can move them around and create a recognizable object um, and from there you can sort of add other features and personalize your snowman or your robot by adding by adding arms or eyes or antenna or a hat for the snowman or a carrot cone so there's all sorts of ways you can go with it but those are two projects that we usually encourage folks to try uh, at the very get-go so I've seen that part of your commercial offerings are also teacher support services, and I think also teaching materials, lesson plans, etc. So can you explain in greater detail what is offered here? Um, so yeah, for schools that uh, want to use BlocksCAD as a software tool to help students learn, we offer a math and computer uh, science curriculum that teachers can integrate into their either math or STEM classrooms. So on um, our BlocksCAD for Education site, uh, we have about 80 lessons that are organized by grade and by topic for teachers, uh, for those teachers to use. And we're continuing to add more content, uh, including uh, soon to be uh, new, some new science lessons. And uh, in addition to having access to our curriculum content, teachers also um, have access to professional development resources to help them learn and teach with BlocksCAD, as well as a uh, learning management system where they can help integrate uh, BlocksCAD into classroom, uh, organize their students in classes, and also help manage with um, 3D printing if that's part of what they're using BlocksCAD for. 
So I'm wondering if I go there as a parent and I just want to learn or help my learn my kids learn about 3D modeling, for example, are there also some free resources available? Yeah, so there's um, about, I think there's four different lessons, um, some introductory and some a little more challenging that, uh, that anyone can download um, as a parent or as a student um, and try them out and sort of see what a BloxCAD activity or lesson is like. Um, we also do have some resources uh, for parents um, that's on our, our website where they can get a – we have something called um, BloxCAD Club where they can get a monthly challenge uh, to – that if they want to uh, build that themselves uh, as part of an ongoing use of resource out of uh, – use of BloxCAD out of school time. All right, cool. So when it comes to the schools that you mentioned, at how many schools is it currently in use? And uh, what's the, the feedback that you got from the students and from the teachers? There's a lot of schools that are using uh, BloxCAD, but right now we have over 100 schools and school districts, mostly in the U.S., that are using BloxCAD with our integrated curriculum. So they're BloxCAD for education subscribers. Um, and most of the feedback we've gotten has been uh, terrific in terms of high degrees of student engagement, and teachers are really excited about how BloxCAD can be used as a different approach to teaching certain concepts, particularly concepts in the geometry realm, um, through a through a, a visual and more spatial interface. Um, so we see that, uh, yeah, high level of engagement. Um, one of the stats that we're most proud of is that in any particular uh, school or classroom cohort, we see about 25% of the students who we kind of call our power users who will end up spending six or eight times longer on the platform than their peers. Um, and it's not because they're getting extra homework or they're behind or they're slow with it. It's because BloxCAD just really excites them as a medium to learn and do design. So they're just taking their access to the BloxCAD software and they're making their own models and their own projects and not just what uh, their teachers assigned to them. Um, we've also started seeing a little bit in terms of um, some progress on math scores by using BloxCAD, which makes schools and teachers very excited as well. So when it comes to um, 3D printing, it sounds like it's a logical extension to BloxCAD, right? So first you create your 3D model and then you try to print it. But on the other hand, I think it also adds a bit of complexity because not everything that can be designed in the end can be printed, of course. So what is typically done here in the, in the classroom? Um, would you recommend to go the extra mile into 3D printing or would you, would you recommend not to begin with that, with the goal of having something to be 3D printed in the end? Yeah, so as I mentioned in the opening, BloxCAD was created originally. The original purpose of it was for 3D printing. Um, however, you know, as you mentioned, there are challenges with 3D printers in education, um, both in terms of complexity and time management and, you know, basically even just sort of resource allocation. Not every school or certainly not every student who could benefit from using BloxCAD uh, has access to a 3D printer. Um, that being said, um, it is certainly uh, another level of uh, engagement and uh, that students can experience when they do have 3D printers. Um, so yes, we uh, try to um, encourage and support um, schools uh, to use a 3D printer, but we also emphasize that it is not at all an essential feature in order to get really the full benefit in terms of the learning out of BloxCAD. 
And in fact, most of the schools that are using BlocksCAD don't have um, don't have e either don't have access to a three D printer, or it's very limited access. So we don't see we are, we try to make sure that the three D printing complexities don't stand in the way of uh, the quality student learning. Do you have a special strategy to to get in touch with the schools and to convince the teachers to to actually use BlocksCAD and add it to their curriculums? Um, yes, yeah, so we uh, have a number of techniques. Uh, we attend a lot of education conferences and are often invited to do uh, either lead workshops or speak at a session. Um, so we uh, definitely engage uh, teachers and school leaders in that sort of a venue. Uh, we do have an uh, active social media presence, and uh, now we're starting with podcasts, this being our first one. Mm -hmm. um, but another way that word gets spread is uh, we have some terrific uh, outreach partners. Um, we're part of the Google Education uh, Chromebook app uh, hub, so we're listed there. Um, BlocksCAD is also listed as a resource on code.org, and we get a lot of uh, new teachers and new exposure during Computer Science Week during the first week of December. And then from there, you know, when we have an interested school, we'll, you know, schedule a demo and learn more about their needs and figure out how BlocksCAD can help address them. And right now you're purely based uh, in the U.S., right? Or do you have any plans to kind of step out of the U.S. and come to Europe, for example? Oh, we definitely have plans to uh, come to Europe and into Asia. Um, in fact, BlocksCAD, if you look at just our user data, about 30% of BlocksCAD users are outside of the U.S. Um, we're just in a situation now where we're trying to, as a startup, get a hold of what we can do here uh, domestically um, before we sort of do a bigger push to other countries or other parts of the world. Um, that being said, we do have teachers um, in Germany and in England and Sweden and in other places who do use BlocksCAD and are subscribers to BlocksCAD for education. Uh, BlocksCAD's in nine different languages. There's a little globe button. So um, we do support a, a lot of students who are learning in many different languages and in many different places. Solomon, can you share a little bit what's coming up uh, in the future when it comes to BlocksCAD? Yeah, absolutely. A lot of exciting things happening with BlocksCAD. Um, I already mentioned that we have the new science curriculum coming, but what's really got us excited is that uh, we've recently completed an integration with a, um, a VR hardware manufacturer called ZSpace that has uh, these uh, really cool virtual reality uh, machines in different schools around, uh, mostly around the U.S., but some internationally as well. And we've uh, written BlocksCAD to the new uh, WebEx Chrome standards so that you can actually, if you're using a ZSpace machine, you can actually render your 3D model into virtual reality. So um, not only do you get sort of that... Um, that 3D experience in BlocksCAD, but you actually have a model that's floating in space and you can, using their stylus, you can manipulate it and really see inside the object and look at all different angles. So we're ex super excited about um, opportunities in augmented reality and virtual reality. And we're going to continue uh, to move beyond just um, what we have going now and, and see where that goes. Um, we are also looking at um, introducing some new blocks that will make the the use of BlocksCAD even uh, 
greater than it already is. Um, and we're also talking to a few folks about adding some artificial intelligent features, including uh, a hint generation feature so that students can be uh, supported even more if the teacher isn't available or they want to go beyond what the particular lesson plan is. So hopefully we're going to add down the line some ways that they can get supported without having uh, you know an expert show them or, or provide guidance. Solomon, thank you so much. This was really very cool to listen to. I'm very excited about BlockScat. Um, and be sure to send me an email when there's something new coming out. I'll definitely check it out. Thanks so much for your time. Oh, thank you. It was my pleasure. I love talking about BlockScat and it was great to have this conversation with you. And I'll certainly uh, keep you and your listeners posted of any, diff any developments that we do. And obviously, I encourage everyone to just jump on to BlockScat3D.com and start building. If you want to get into 3D modeling, BlockScat is a great start. The visual programming language generates OpenSCAT compatible code, so you can later easily continue in a text-based mode. If you again enjoyed this episode, now head over to kidslab.dev to check out the show notes of all the links of this episode. And of course, don't forget to subscribe now if you don't want to miss a future one. In the next episode, we're exploring programming Python on the BBC Microbits with Jonathan Austin, the CTO of the Microbit Foundation. 